Hi, I hope you're doing really well today. I do, I do. Today I want to talk about part one, the recipe for disease. Yes, there is a recipe, just like there's a recipe for health. So let's go, let's start with um, the first part of the recipe for disease is food. What are we feeding our canines? Um, for some crazy reason, I started answering questions on Quora. And um, I cannot believe the garbage questions people ask. Is it okay to feed my dog cupcakes? Can I feed my dog pork rinds? Can I feed my dog those new burgers that don't have any meat in them? It's like, really? Really? Can I feed my dog candy? How much chocolate can I feed my dog without hurting him? You know, come on. Um, I know you're not like that. I do. I do. I'm just sharing my frustration with some of those that just are totally clueless. And um, food is is a great way to cause disease because if you don't, if your dog does not have the nutrition he needs or she needs, they can't be healthy. They're not gonna. They're gonna have a crap immune system. So, um, you know, I mean, let's look at, we can do this for both our food and dog's food, actually. Um, let's look at dog kibble. Dog kibble has, well, I, honestly, I don't think there's any real food in it. This is just a personal <laughs> opinion. But if you read what all the leftovers actually are and the names that they give them, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot, there's like, there's this huge long cheat sheet. I, I figured out, it took me like five months to figure out the cheat sheet and what those things really meant. Um, and the same thing with dog treats. Um, there is, there is nothing at the grocery store or regular pet food store that I would ever let my dog have at all, ever, not in her life. I don't care if it's free. I don't care. It just wouldn't happen. Um, because I know they're going to promote disease. Um, the additives, that's what I was going to get to, is the additives, preservatives, you know, all the chemical stuff that's that's made nowadays. Because food has become, um, it's no longer food like it used to be. You know, back in the day when we used to grow our own, grow our own um, fruits and vegetables and trade things and go to the meat market, which was fresh. Because I mean, I'm talking about like even before refrigeration. Uh, everything was just done the right way. Um a friend of mine lived on a farm in Iowa. She grew up in Iowa, and um, they, it was natural. You know, they, the, the livestock ate in the fields. They ate things with, without poisons, without vaccines. And when, um, and then they took all the, all the poop and put that in the, gar- in the garden to grow their fresh vegetables. They did not have um, chemical fertilizers or any of that stuff. And she grew up really healthy because it was the natural cycle of things. But somehow, um, when big business got into food, uh, they found uh, lots of sneaky, sneaky ways, a lot of things to do, and um, flavor enhancers. Um, anyway, I guess what I'm really getting to is nowadays, and it's not just dog food, um, which is frigging horrible, but... Even it, when you go to the grocery store, I have this joke with my sister, and I go, well, I really need to get food, but I don't want to go, go to the grocery store because there's, like, no food there. You know, I walk in, and I go, where's the food? Because nowadays, the last I knew, there were 40,000 different chemical additives in foods. 
40,000. And now I read the other day that, that it's up to 50,000. Uh, either way, it doesn't matter. That's a shit ton of, um, of fake stuff to make us want more. You know, it's like MSG, which uh, monosodium glutinate. You're familiar with that, right? And yes, they, they give it to dogs too. Um, what it does is it uh, it makes you, it, it turns the brain signal off that it's full. So you can eat and eat and eat and eat. And of course, they put it in really fun stuff that's good for you, right? Like potato chips. Um, but anyway, but MSG has, last time I counted it, had 32 different names. Like modified food starch or corn starch or some damn thing. I don't know. There, There's so many. It's ridiculous. The only way that you know what you're eating, what you're getting, is to feed a food without a label on it. You know? It's like you go to, for, for people... Go to the produce section and get some organic stuff. Then you know what's in it. Um, meats, yeah, meat's not quite as wonderful as I would like it to be. Um, Lou does not get um, organic grain-free, or grain, you know what I mean, organic pasture-raised um, meats because, because I can't afford it. So I do um, lots of things to help her detox from whatever that is put in there. But anyway... So the recipe for disease is feed your dog crap food and, um, and, and especially those treats. I tell you what, you know, it's like, it reminds me of, was it PetSmart? Was it Pet? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it was PetSmart that said that they were no longer taking any animal treats from, uh, China. This was a couple years ago. And, but guess what? What nobody talked about, what no, what PetSmart never mentioned, was that the products they sold that were not from China got, were only made here, were only packed here. It still came from China. So those dog treats that were killing dogs were still coming from China. So the only way to know what your dog is getting is to do it yourself or to use a really reputable company like for treats and stuff which I totally gave up on treats I just did I gave up on them because um because one I don't really eat treats myself and as much as I love my dog and I want to give her stuff it just doesn't make sense um she eats really well she eats two meals a day of raw food a raw keto and um and if I if I really want to give her something I'll give her like a bone and that happens mostly in the summer, just, you know, or whenever she's totally bored and, you know, I just want her to have something else to chew on or do. Um, the only other treat that, oh, this, okay, what else? Would I give her for a treat? Well, I'm a juicer, you know, I juice every day. So um, I give her a carrot sometimes. Carrots have too much sugar in them for my, for dogs, as far as I'm concerned. So one every once in a while is fine. She loves them. Every dog I've ever had has loved carrots. So, you know, I let her have one here and there. Um, and this is... Okay, this is going to tell you something about me. This is a treat that she absolutely adores. And, you know, you you might just totally stick your nose up at me for this. But I'm going to tell you anyway. Uh, I, let her, I let her lick pans. Or the balls. Um, if... As long as it's something that's not really terrible. As long as it doesn't have, you know, any crappy spices or anything like that in there. Um, I'm trying to think of what she, what she totally loves. Oh, okay. Here's one. <laughs> Today I had, um, I had a fried egg after my juice smoothie and there was still a little bit of yolk on the plate. Well, you know, it was, it was runny yolk. So 
it still had omega-3s in it. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, so I made her sit and I put it across the room and she was like, oh my God, oh my God, do I really get that? And she did. She licked it clean, which really helped me in, you know, saved me water (laughs) from having to soak it. And she got something, she got a treat. That was just as important to her. And it took her longer to lick that plate than it would have to eat some horrible thing like milk bones. Oh, God, do you remember those things? I wonder, does anybody still feed those? I guess they do. Um, but, you know, it's like I love those milk buns, and they say they still say on this stupid package, I bet, that it cleans dog's teeth, when in actually, actuality it does the opposite. Any processed food, any kibble, stick to the teeth because it's mostly carbs. Dogs don't need carbs because it causes inflammation. So that's why... That's why how to how to create disease is with food is you know get, just give your dog carbs give them lots of carbs and they won't live long at all or they'll be miserable and you'll have lots of you have to give them lots of drugs because carbohydrates create inflammation on the inside where you can't see it and then stuff starts happening and then they need a drug and then the drug has to be uh, has to be um, has to go through the liver to detox and then the liver gets tired and then you know what I'm saying it just goes on and on and on so anyway so that's my long rant for today I guess I better stop because this is probably the longest podcast I've done so far and um, I guess that's it so I hope you enjoyed it I hope you had a giggle here and there and next we'll talk about part two of of whatever I said how to how to create disease what did I call it? anyway I swear, I'm I'm just, maybe I should just retire. You know, you get in your 60s and you get so many things on your mind. Anyway, I love you guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Oops, there's something I need to remember to tell you every single time I do a podcast. And that is, I am not a veterinarian. I am not a medical professional. So I cannot give you medical advice, but I can sure give you some good advice. Okay, that's it. See you soon.